0: Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. We are back in our Zoom studio today as we are... Uh unable to be with each other don't you guys really miss the donuts i do i
1: I think i mentioned this earlier but the the promise has been made in our house that somebody's going to make donuts and i I just haven't found them so maybe they made them and just kept them from me I, i don't know
0: yeah, well, you know, just so our listeners know, every time we come to the KBX uh, KBXL studios, they're so gracious and they bring us these box of donuts. I think I'm about 400 pounds right now <laughs> because of all the donuts they've given us.
2: <laughs> there was yeah, this- well, somebody somebody pointed out recently that uh, you know you, you've heard you've probably heard a lot of people say. Uh before we had all this social distancing stuff, there were people who used to say, you know, if you want to lose weight uh, Stop eating out Just eat at home. Well, this experience of just e- eating at home has proven that to be completely false uh, That it, it has not it's worked the opposite direction uh, for me. So
0: Yeah, totally <laughs> All right. Well, brothers, we have been, unfortunately, our, uh, pastor Jonathan Van Hooket is not with us today. He, um, maybe you guys could pray for him. Uh, he's been driving back from Florida, bringing his, uh, mother-in-law home. So we uh, are praying that God will deliver him safely back to Boise. And so, um, we have been talking about the Psalms the last few days, uh, as a, uh, basically a prayer book and a song book for life as it expresses every affection in the human heart. And today we are arriving at, uh, I think, the most famous Psalm, perhaps the most famous chapter in all of the Bible, Psalm 23. So let me go ahead and read that, and then let's uh, talk about how that has ministered to us. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup overflows surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i shall dwell in the house of the lord forever what what do you guys want to say about that psalm to our listeners how does that minister to you guys
2: um well you know you mentioned that this may very well be the most well-known chapter psalm 23 the most well-known chapter in the bible certainly the most well-known of the psalms and i for good reason uh, there's there's a reason this psalm is so beloved um and and is yet yeah, so often pointed out um and it is a psalm of david and uh, David, you know bringing Obviously his own David was a shepherd Uh, That's when when samuel first went to find the new king in jesse's house. Where was david? Well, he was out tending He was just he was a youngster out tending the sheep and uh, ends up Finding himself getting anointed the next king of israel well, um and David's obviously bringing his experience, the Lord is my shepherd. Um, and therefore I shall not want. We talked earlier about meditating, oh I say earlier. in a previous show, we talked about what does it mean to meditate on the psalms. And uh, it, it means to uh, at, at the most at the most basic level, I think meditation means to memorize. Commit it to memory. Yeah. And if you haven't yet, Christian, committed the 23rd Psalm to memory, I r- really recommend that you do it. Absolutely. And and the exercise of memorization is an exercise in meditation uh, that it begins to shape your heart and mind. Uh, so let me just give that encouragement. Uh, if, you haven't, if you haven't memorized the 23rd Psalm yet, if you're social distancing right now, you got a lot of time on your hands mm-hmm. uh, Good way to use it.
1: Yes it's um, I can't remember if it's Alec what you're or Dale Ralph Davis that talked about the first three verses really talk about just ordinary normal life um, That God is leading God is directing and um, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Um, And they talked about that just ordinary life wears us down. The wear and tear of everyday life makes us tired. And God is leading in those. um, He leads me in paths of righteousness really could just mean he leads me in right paths. um, So that in the normal everyday affairs of life, God is with us.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i think maybe a lot of people are experiencing that right now that ordinary life especially the life that we've been forced to live right now with with COVID 19 can can be wearisome um can be tiring can be a place where we say you know what i need green pastures i need um, still waters I, i need him to restore my soul and the truth of psalm 23 is is that's the type of shepherd that jesus is for his people mm-hmm. um i don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that psalm 23 is the old testament equivalent to john 10 of the new testament is yeah. claim to be the good shepherd um, in
0: john 10. so i would tie those two together now, there's a really good book uh, called A Shepherd's Look at Psalm 23. I think it's by Philip Keller, and uh, he actually spent a, a good deal of time uh, being a shepherd, and so he understands sheep really well. And he he really drew out the imagery of every single line here in Psalm 23. I mean, he he talked about you know the nature of a sheep itself, and you know God really built sheep to be domesticated animals. Uh, left to themselves, they would perish. I mean, you, you don't really see sheep out, you know, in the wild without them being devoured by wolves and lions. And each one of these lines is so comforting. I, I won't go into it. I would just commend that book to you. But I, I for me, experientially, I almost invariably uh, meditate on this psalm every Saturday night as I lay my head down on my pillow. I'm, I'm typically not done with my message yet for Sunday morning. I have a lot of thoughts, a lot of pressures on my heart. I, I want to make sure that I'm preaching the pure word of God, that the people would be fed. And this is the psalm that almost puts me to sleep every Saturday night. I'm, and, and I emphasize different words on it. You know, I'll say, the Lord is my shepherd. Or I'll say, the Lord is my shepherd. Or I'll emphasize different words in the psalm. And that's another powerful way to meditate on God's word. But this has been so comforting to me personally.
1: And I just um, think it's important for us to realize that we're told in verse 3, he leads me in paths of righteousness, right paths. And oftentimes we apply that to what's ahead of it to green pastures and still waters, but it applies just as much to what follows it mm-hmm. as what's ahead of it. Yeah. The same God that leads us in the right path to green pastures and still waters is the same God that leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. And to me, that's a comfort that in the in what I would classify as the good times of my life and what I would classify as the hard times of my life. Mm-hmm that God is leading on both of those. Yeah. And he's not just leading verse 4 would say you are with me. Yeah. And your rod and your staff they comfort me. And um it's really the that whole idea of the rod and staff it's not only used to direct the sheep but it's used to protect the sheep. Um, we have a God that is is powerful to go before his
0: people and, and keep them safe. Yeah. Well, that that those first two words of verse four. Even though, in in scripture and just in regular grammar, when we use that word, even th- that phrase, even though, it's when we're connecting two truths that ought not to go together. Uh, so, like Job said, uh, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. The idea of trusting god uh seems odd to connect that with the idea of being slain or or dying or or in habakkuk when it says though the fig tree should not blossom uh yet will i trust him um or in psalm 46 though the earth give way um and so when when he says here even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death there's the one disparity Um, At the end of it, he says, I'm going to find comfort. How do do you have comfort in the midst of walking through the valley of the shadow of death? And you already said it, Russ. It's right in the middle of that verse. It's because you are with me. Um, This is the the absolute pinnacle of of the Christian's comfort. um, That it's not just that God directs us. It's not just that God protects us, but it's that God is with us. And that's the beating heart of this psalm. The reason why we can find comfort in life is because God actually is with us. He's with the Christian.
2: Amen. One of the themes we've talked about in the psalms is that they are fulfilled in Christ. And I just want to point out something uh, about Psalm 23. That uh, if you look at, look at mark's gospel and i'm i'm going to look for a moment at mark chapter 6 and the and the way that mark tells about the great miracle of the feeding of the 5000 and just the inspired wording that mark chooses for telling this and it tells us something about deep and profound about who jesus is but if if you look at mark i'm i'm going to jump to mark chapter 6 and the the apostles of Jesus his is he has he has sent them out um to uh, it's the the first time sending them out to to carry the gospel themselves okay and then they come back and they report back to Jesus and uh, verse 30 of chapter 6 says the apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught And he said to them, "Now remember they've just been out where they've been giving, giving, giving. Uh, He sent them out to carry the gospel message, which he's been preaching. Now they've come back and he says, come away by yourselves to a desolate place. We're going to go out. We're going to take a little retreat. And uh, then he says, Uh, And then he looks out at the people that were following. He had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. We're going to have to come back to this because we're about to run out of time. But Mark is going to point out to us that Jesus is the shepherd of Psalm 23.
1: Oh, this is a great cliffhanger. Nice work, Bill. (laughs) Well, You've been listening to the Gospel
0: for Life. We'll see you next time.